Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. Oh, I have to move my chair. Oh, there we go. All right, now I am closer to the book. Which book is this? It's The Dictionary. That's the podcast you're listening to. Thank you for joining me. How are you all doing? I hope you're doing well. Yep, still still sheltering in place. Um, I think this episode is in, uh, yeah, we're still in the middle of May. This is May 17th. Uh, this page, 118, is a little weird um, because there is a whole big chart on the second column. And so, um, you know, instead of doing four episodes for one page, I'm dividing it up uh, a little bit weirdly. Um, same for the next page. Do you really care about this stuff? Probably not. All right, the first word for this episode is Bialy. B-I-A-L-Y. It is a noun from 1965. A flat breakfast roll that has a depressed center and is usually covered with onion flakes. Um, a lot of you may not know what this is. Uh, I grew up in a half-Jewish household, so Bialis were something that were sort of around, or at least, you know, they were spoken about. Um, but yeah, that would, I, yeah, I'll post a picture of one of these, one of these things. It looks kind of like a bagel. They're good. It is Yiddish, short for Bialystoker. Uh, I, I'm guessing that's how it's pronounced, but I'm probably wrong. I didn't know it was short for anything. Uh, that is from Bialystoker, which is of Bialystok, which is, oh, it's a city in Poland. I'm sure it's not pronounced that way. Uh, that's very cool. I had no idea. Next, we have biannual. It is an adjective from 1877. One occurring twice a year. Number two is the number one definition for the word biennial. Usage says, uh, see the prefix bi, which was at the end of the last episode. And biannually is an adverb. Next, we have the word bias, B-I-A-S. It is the first form noun from 1530. One, a line diagonal to the grain of a fabric. Especially a line at a 45-degree angle to the selvage, S-E-L-V-A-G-E, often utilized in the cutting of garments for smoother fit. 2A, a a peculiarity in the shape of a bowl that causes it to swerve when rolled on the green in lawn bowling. Lawn bowling? That's not, um, what is that game called where I feel like they play it all the time in Italy uh, they throw the thing, and you're trying to get the thing close. I can't think of it. I'm my brain is broken. Um, I don't know if that's what it is. Anyway, to be the tendency of a bowl to swerve. Also, the impulse causing this tendency. To see the swerve of the bowl. Three A synonyms are bent and tendency. Three B, an inclination of temperament or outlook, especially. A personal and sometimes unreasoned judgment. Synonym is prejudice. 3C, an instance of such prejudice. 3D1, deviation of the expected value of a statistical estimate from the quantity it estimates. 3D2, systematic error introduced into sampling or testing by selecting or encouraging one outcome or answer over others. There's a bias. That's the word we're talking about. 4A, a voltage applied to a device as a transistor control electrode to establish a reference level for operation. 4B, 
a high frequency voltage combined with an audio signal to reduce distortion in tape recording. Synonym for after all of these definitions is the word predilection. We have a phrase on the bias. Synonyms for that one are askew and obliquely. Um, not much in the term in the ways of etymology. Moving on to the second form of bias, it is an adjective from 1551. Synonyms are diagonal and slanting. It is used chiefly of fabrics and their cut. Biasness is a noun. Lots of S sounds. Now we have the third form of bias. It is an adverb from from 1575. One synonym is diagonally, as in cut cloth bias. Number two is obsolete, and we have the synonym awry. Now we have the fourth and final form of bias. It is a verb from circa 1628. One, to give a settled and often prejudiced outlook to, as in his background, his background biases, biases, boy, how do you say this? His background biases him against foreigners. Uh, it went over to the second line, so I couldn't look ahead to see what the words were to, words were to see how I should say this phrase. His background biases him against foreigners. Uh, I'm not a fan of that. Number two, to apply a slight negative or positive voltage to as a transistor. Synonym is the word incline. Now we have bias belted tire. Bias belted is hyphenated and then tire is its own word. This is a noun from 1968. A pneumatic tire with a belt as of steel or fiberglass, to help prevent punctures that is under the tread and on top of the plies of cord, uh, cords which form the tire's carcass and which are set diagonally to the center line of the tread. No clue what any of that means. Now we have bias crime, two words, noun from 1982, and we have the synonym hate crime. Uh, so I assume in 1982 they said bias crime, and that has since... Uh, evolved to be hate crime, which is something, unfortunately, that we hear way too often. Now we have the word biased. Bias with an ed. Adjective from 1649. One, exhibiting or characterized by bias, especially the synonym prejudiced. Number two, tending to yield one outcome more frequently than others in a statistical experiment, as in a biased coin. Number three, having an expected value different from the quantity or parameter estimated, as in a biased estimate. Now we have, it's another tire one, bias ply tire. Bias and ply are hyphenated. This is a noun from 1968. A pneumatic tire having crossed plies of cords set diagonally to the center line of the tread. Um... All I can tell you is that bias belted tire has a much longer definition or a somewhat longer definition than bias ply tire, but I still don't understand what either of them are. Hey, if you know and you can explain it to me, um, honestly, it probably just takes me sitting sitting with it for a little bit and thinking about it and maybe looking it up and looking at pictures. Uh, but if you want to explain the difference, go ahead and send me an email or a message on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or whatever, or call me. Now we have bias tape, two words, noun from 1915, a narrow strip of cloth cut on the bias, folded, and used for finishing or decorating clothing. Uh, 
Next, we have biathlete. It is a noun from 1968. Somebody that I am not. An athlete who competes in a biathlon. Now we have biathlon. It is a noun from 1958. A composite athletic contest consisting of cross-country skiing and rifle sharpshooting. So, why is this specifically called a biathlon? I understand that it has two, uh, two sports, cross-country skiing and rifle sharpshooting, um, but why aren't there other biathlons? Why aren't there uh, things where you combine two other sports together? Um, are, or are they? Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Uh, okay, moving on to biaxial. It is an adjective from 1854, having or relating to two axes or optic axes, as in a biaxial crystal. Biaxially is an adverb. Now we have the word bib, B-I-B. I'm going to be saying that uh, syllable a lot uh, for the rest of this episode, pretty much. Uh, This is the first form. It is a verb from the 14th century, and we have the synonym drink. It's from Middle English bibbin. Now we have the second form of bib, noun from 1580. One, a cloth or plastic shield tied under the chin to protect the clothes. Number two, the part of an apron or of overalls extending above the waist. Number three, a patch of differently colored feathers or fur immediately below the bill or chin of a bird or mammal. Bibbed is an adjective and bibless is also an adjective. I feel like I probably could use a bib when I eat. Uh, I tend to get spots on my shirt. Not like every every time, um, but, you know, maybe I wouldn't have to do laundry so often. Now we have the third form of bib. It is an abbreviation for one Bible or two biblical. Now we have bib and tucker, three words, noun from 1747, an outfit of clothing usually used in the phrase best bib and tucker. Okay. Now we have bibber. It is a noun from 1536. A person who regularly drinks alcoholic beverages. Bibbery is a noun. They really call people bibbers? Seriously? Okay. Now we have bib lettuce. Two words. Bib is capital B-I-B-B. It is a noun from 1961. A butter lettuce of a variety that has a small head and dark green color, called also just bib. So this is from Major John Bibb, who was a um, a 19th century American grower. He was such an amazing grower of foods and such that they named a whole lettuce after him. Maybe he uh, genetically modified it. Maybe he created this butter lettuce. Also, why is it called a butter lettuce? Now we have... Uh, oh, this is the last word of the episode. It is be below. Be below. B I B E L O T. Noun from 1873. I love it when they rhyme. A small household ornament or decorative object. Synonym is trinket. Be below. Yeah. I, you learn, are, you, are you learning things? I hope you're learning things. If you are learning things, let me know. If there's anybody out there who wants to tell me something, say it. Um, yeah, that is going to be the whole episode. Um, the next one, um, if you care to know, is all about the Bible. 
Uh, so, hey, it's in here. We're going to get through it. I am uh, not going to understand. It, it may be a short-ish episode. We'll see. Not that that matters. Um, so I think I'm going to pick bias as the word of the episode because, um, uh, you know, I'm not going to deal with the fabric definitions or anything like that. But, um, you know, we, we all have biases, biases, and they can get you in trouble sometimes. Um, it's, a, it's, it's a thing that we all sort of have to learn to live with or at least recognize in yourself um, and others and figure out how you can maybe not have so many biases um, or understand that, you know, I don't know. You, you, I think you understand what I'm saying. We have positive biases, negative biases, uh, and, you know, just just take a look at those and see if you can figure out what they are and see if, what you can do about them. Um, I'm sure I have a lot of them unconsciously, and, um, you know, that sucks. But I'm, uh, I'm trying to be more uh, conscious of that sort of thing. Okay, on that note, I hope you are enjoying this. Uh, I'm enjoying learning. It is extremely repetitive, but uh, I, do, I do like learning all this stuff. That has been, this has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Thank you and goodbye.